Welcome to Tea Time with Monica. Are you ready to spill some tea? Hello, loves, and welcome to Tea Time with Monica. There has been a lot going on in the media about protecting and criticizing Black women from innocent Black women being murdered by cops, the sexualization of Black women, and if they have the right to embrace their sexuality publicly and the constant everyday criticism of Black women. Just to look at, like, Meg the Stallion, from being shot and the WAP video um, and song with Cardi B. She has been criticized and laughed at on social media. It's nothing new, but it definitely needs to be addressed. So today I'm bringing on my girl, B Garrett or BG with the T to discuss these issues. For those of you who don't know my girl, B Garrett, she is a mentor, advocate, motivational speaker and entrepreneur. She is also the founder and CEO of Dear Fat Girl, a brand created to promote body positivity among women. Welcome, my girl, B. Hey, Monica. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for having me on the show. You know, I know you've been doing your thing with Tea Time with Monica for some time now, and I'm super excited to just be a special guest here today. And the topic that we're going to be talking about is going to be, it's, it's pretty heavy. I think it it's is. a pretty heavy topic, um, and it needs to be discussed. It definitely needs to be discussed. So we are definitely going to get right into it. And how I want to start is, you know, talking about this this tweet from Meg Thee Stallion herself, since we're going to kind of focus on the things that she's been through. And she says, black women are so unprotected and we hold so many things in to protect the feelings of others without considering our own. It might be funny to y'all on the internet and just another messy topic for you to talk about, but this is my real life and I'm real life hurt and traumatized. B, how does this make you feel? Um, it's upsetting. And I will say that it's upsetting because everything that she said in that tweet literally sums up everything that so many black women feel Mm -hmm. um, and harbor inside. The reality is that black women are so unprotected um, in this space. Um, We have to look out for one another and it sucks that I don't typically see the same outrage and regard when things happen to black women. How many, you know, rappers, you know, have gotten shot or have ended up in a, a, a really bad situation where they've been hurt and the whole world is like, oh my God, rapper such and such was injured. Rapper uh, such and such girl. got shot. You know, the internet goes up, but because this woman got shot and, and to some people only got shot in her foot, as if getting shot in your foot can't lead to death, you know, depending on where you get shot at, it's not as serious. She's doing too much. She's she's overthinking it. Mm-hmm. Oh, we don't know the real story. It's always funny how we need to have the backstory when something happens to a black woman, but God forbid it happens to anybody else and we don't need the story. We're automatically jumping down who we think is the one who did it to that person. Right. And I don't want it to be a, you know, a back and forth about black or black woman this or black woman that but come on no no you're right you're right because 
it was like everybody was like, well, who did it? What said it? And because she didn't at first you like come out and say who shot her and who did this and try to, you know, let it be handled by authorities and not kind of put that as like her stigma. She was still trying to work. Then she was being criticized and, and laughed at and there were memes about it, you know? Exactly. And then when she actually came out and said, you did this to me, like, you know that this happened. I'm, I know who shot me, this, that, and other. And then it was like, oh, you a snitch. This woman has been traumatized. <laughs> but this is the thing, how, how, how do you snitch? How the hell do you snitch on a crime that has happened to you when she was not even involved in this? Like this wasn't, this will be different if, and this is how you know people don't know the street code and they don't know anything. And honestly, the street code went out the window a long time ago. Okay. But you, it's, it's crazy that she's a snitch, but snitching only comes when there is an accomplice of something that you two went out to do something together. Right. And one gets caught and now you're snitching on the other person. No, 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 no. There was no accomplice in this. Tory Lane straight up shot my good sis. And people are like, well, we don't know what they were arguing in the car for. Does it matter? Does it really matter? If she did not shoot him first or attempt to shoot him first or stab him or create some type of harm to him, then I don't even want to hear it. Yeah. I will say like, if now, if there was something different behind the scenes where, oh, breaking news, Megan Thee Stallion tried to shoot Tory Lane first. Then it's like, oh wow, sis, you try to shoot him first, but no, like it, it, it sounds like Tory Lanez. You know, he's a little shorty, the Napoleon <laughs> complex. You know, short people. I'm a short person, yeah. And sometimes, you know, I feel some type of way when I'm in heated arguments. But I've never wanted to hurt and harm somebody in a space like that. And it sounds like he was intentionally trying to hurt and harm her, especially if she was walking away from the situation. Yeah. If I am choosing to walk away from this situation leave it at that let it cool down let it fizzle out whatever it is but her was not what was needed and america going up into flames right and trying to persecute this woman only because she got shot in her foot is unacceptable yeah it is and then the other thing about this because you know then she's people talked about the video that she and cardi b did the song with wop it was like she was just trying to continue her work because sometimes Diving into your work can be a therapy because that's making you not think about that trauma that you went to. That's where, that's your go-to. That's what gives you life. So then to be on the back end criticized like for being too sexual or people saying, you know, y'all shouldn't let y'all kids watch this because of this, that, and the other. These women are hoes and, and these women, the men, they don't deserve men. So now we don't deserve men because we want to express our sexuality. Girl, let me tell you something. First of all, so people feel to realize that I, I wanna I wanna say that WAP was filmed and, and done prior to the shooting incident. Yeah. That's one. And even if it wasn't, who gives a fuck? Like you have to be able to bounce back. That that's what happens. You right. don't stay down for too long. You bounce back and you do what needs to get done because at the end of the day, she's still an artist and she's still passionate about her shit right. one way or another. But let's talk about this WAP video. Please. Meg tripped me out, okay? I'm going to address them. Matter of fact, let me address the women. Some of these women tripped me out. Some of these pick me women who act yes. like, oh, all I do is sit home and I don't go out. I don't do this. That's nice. Congratulations to you, sis. But guess what? It sounds like you're still single and fucking miserable. Yeah, you think you're going to find a man. You think your man is going to find you sitting in your living room, spending your nights sitting in front of the TV, watching TV, eating your snacks. 
maybe that's what you think it is but obviously you haven't gotten far either in your your search or your quest for a man or you think god is just going to send you your husband while you're sitting there at the tv because right. you you choose not to go out that's not your vibe that's cool like i hate that we that we like to criticize certain people for certain things that they like to do like if that is your vibe that is your vibe do what you do do what makes you happy do what makes you comfortable because at the end of the day i don't have to live your life i don't have to do what you do and i feel like as long as you are not in a space where you're hurting and harming other human beings and you're not doing illegal stuff do what you do boo Exactly. But just because somebody else chooses something else doesn't mean that you have to criticize that or it's something wrong. And then these niggas, Monica, these Girl, men. I'm just happy you, wait a minute, before we, we get on these men's, I'm happy you address the other women first because seriously, like, it it baffled me how many women were coming for them. Like, has so much to say. Has so, so much to much. say. Oh, this is why we can't get men. This is why this happens. This is why that happens. Like, Oh my gosh! Like seriously, maybe you that need to feel, maybe you need to be comfortable with your sexuality, or just know that if that's not like you say, if that's not what you do, why you gotta criticize the next woman? Because honestly, that's that's like envy. That's like you can't you can't you don't have what that woman has to be that open. In a sense, and be so pressed, right? Be so pressed about the next woman's coochie. Worry about your own. Worry about your own. Literally, that's what it is. Worry about your own. And it just pisses me off because, you know, when we talk about black women being unprotected, we have to also look at on ourselves. And it's a lot of times that we don't protect each other. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of times that we are being nasty and vicious to each other. And it's so hard. And it is so hard when we see other people, but it's like, yo, we are doing the same thing within our own community. We cussing each other out. We fussing each other out. We, we acting up with each other. Yeah. And it's wrong. It's wrong. So we're not helping our own selves when we're asking to be protected because we can't protect each other. It's just so it's just so messy when we do it. And I will say more 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 often than none, black women are standing up for other black women. And mm -hmm. I just want to keep I want it to be able to keep that same energy. I want us to always keep that same energy and to always respect one another. It's a lot of times I don't agree with other women either. You know what I'm saying? I'm a very opinionated person. Um, and sometimes I'm loud. And that's just who I am. But I really want it to be known that, you know, I I love other black women. Even if I don't agree with some of the things that they got going on. Even though I think sometimes we say some shit and do some shit that's real wild. Yeah. I, I still love other women and I respect them because at the end of the day, I've made the choice, the conscious choice to not do certain things. And I'm not going to judge you for the things that you choose to do. Right. Like I said, unless some of these things, like it's just morally wrong and incorrect, then I'm just not going to rock with it. But if it's something that, that, that you do, how you do, then I'm respecting it. And I'm going to bow out gracefully and you do what you do, what you do. Definitely. So you just summed that up very well about how women should be treating each other because it starts with us if we want it to want to be protected as black women but now like you said you was going to touch on these men so touch on them sis so mm, <laughs> let me tell you so i just think that these men are really ridiculous because they want these are the same men who want to go out to the club and see women but they they don't want the woman to be at the club these are the same men who want to freak nasty girl but want her to be a virgin these are the same men who 
want a good woman but don't want a good woman mm -hmm. these are the men who don't even respect their mamas these are the men out here chastising women for some of the very things that they think it's okay to do and the double standard really freaking kills me men have been rapping singing dancing doing all types of things just like what I'm gonna take you to the candy shop. Wait a minute. The beginning of WAP is from a man's a man's song. It's some hoes in this. In this okay, we've been doodle browning. <laughs> okay. Hey, we want some D-I-C-K. Okay. Hey, we want some booze. We have literally been listening to men glorify women in a certain way on the song, sexualize women in music for years. And you mean to tell me Cardi B got on there talking about she just wants you to touch that little dangly thing in the back of her throat? Your Honor, I'm a freak bitch, hands cuffed. Least chick, so y'all can do it, but you feel like he's cheating. Like y'all yeah. were so disgruntled about these lyrics, it just it just didn't make no fucking sense to me. It, it doesn't make sense to me either. The same men who who don't treat women right anyway. She could have been a good woman, in, according to your standards. She could have been a good holy Christian woman. You out there cheating? She could have been a whore. You out there cheating? She could have been anything in the world, but guess what? You still out there doing whatever it is that you're doing. You're trifling. Men are so trifling. And the standards that they keep sometimes just really, just really take me, take me out the way you listen to some of them. And they're like, oh, oh, well, what's this? What is it? Oh, role models. Y'all kill me with that too. Like it is not the responsibility and the duty of these celebrities to be a role model. Happy y'all are not role models for your kids, but that's a different conversation for a different day. Y'all don't even want to talk about that. Okay. Y'all don't even want to talk about that. They don't. They really don't. Because I really think that we as people, men and women, we don't know what we want. Because if they, if we did, we could be honest about it. You know, everybody's trying to hide themselves and make it seem like they're one thing when they're another half the time because of what society has told us we should have as a man or woman. And then I think that's where the criticism comes in. Because when, it, when people see it, it's like, oh, no, I don't want nobody to know that I like that or that I do that. So exactly. it just goes back to, like, the societal view of us. It's like, why can't we just be authentically who we are um, without the judgment, without the casting of the judgment? The craziest thing is that it, some some of the most nastiest and trifling women sit in the front pew of the church with their skirts past their knees and the little uh, prayer cloth over it. Praise uh, God. John, uh, okay. Who was this pastor? Pastor John Gray? Who done got caught for the umpteenth million time cheating? So many, so many of them, right? Right. But we're but talking about modesty, and we're talking about that's not the way to do things. If y'all don't shut the f up, <laughs> shut up, <laughs> girl. No, I totally, totally understand. It's like also like even you know women also get criticized, or black women don't get believed when they're talking about you know being sexually assaulted or sexually intimidated. I mean, wasn't it a black woman that started the Me Too movement? but black women aren't being protected in that way either. Um, I think it was Kiki Palmer who said something about, um, when she spoke about Trey Songz being sexually intimidated by him, but it wasn't believed. Oh yeah, believed. And then when white women, yeah, right. and then when white women came out, it's, oh shit, we wanna believe what has to be said, which is bullshit to me. It's, bu it's bullshit to me. We are never believed until somebody else somewhere says something. It's like, why can't our word be taken for it? But that's because we are so stere we're stereotyped as these strong women and that nothing can happen to us. Right. And that can happen to us. And if something happens to us, it is somehow 
deemed our fault when something happens to us and i i don't know like i it it really really and truly it, it hurts my feelings because i want to be able to go somewhere and feel safe especially around black men um and it's crazy enough because black men hate to be stereotyped but when you listen to the many stories of black women the first person that has ever victimized them sexually assaulted them nine times out of ten was a black man okay Unfortunately. I've stories of women talking about their uncles their cousins their brothers their fathers the close family friend mama's boyfriend all black men who have sexually assaulted them yeah women who walk down the street and these black men hanging on the corner hey yo ma let me get your number no thank you i'm not interested well fuck you bitch anyway how about that (laughs) you know what i'm saying or the many black women who have died at the hands of black men and it's crazy because sometimes you know i've I've experienced disrespect from black men Mm -hmm. and i just think it's so funny because you know even still with the disrespect I still love black men. Like I cannot imagine my life being married to anyone outside of a black man because I know that they are all not like this. You They're understand not. what I'm saying? But when people speak, it's it's one of those things where like, if the shoe fit, then don't wear it. You know, <laughs> if it doesn't apply, let it fly. And, right. and black so caught up in those feelings, like, oh, that's not me, that's not me. But nine times out of ten, you the same one protecting your homeboy who has been accused of raping somebody. You're the same one who has watched his homeboy be nasty and disrespectful to his girl. You're the same homeboy who has watched, you know, watched your homeboy do some real raw, ridiculous shit to women. And the excuse is, well, that ain't me. But you are a part of the company that you keep. I know we hate the birds of a feather flock together saying, because, you know, sometimes you can deal with people who are not like-minded to you, but that shit is so true. Because how many of us hang out with people that we just have nothing in common with? We do, we do that and we protect those people because we consider them a friend and be like, man, I don't know, that might not be him. Just wait until you get, like you said, wait until you get the full story. I gotta hear the full, like, cause we don't wanna accept that someone we're around has done something so harsh and so wrong that we don't wanna believe that because we do, I think, like you said, believe that whole notion of birds of a feather flock together. You're gonna associate, you're guilty by association. So, but the bottom line is that like, that's really what it essentially boils out to. Yeah. You are the company that you keep. So if you are around bad company, then at the end of the day, that's what you're a part of. That's what you that's what you take in. If you are around a thief all the time, nine times out of ten, you're gonna get caught up with that thief. You are. You are so question, because you said that like with black women, you know, with some of it is like how we're treated in our families and things of that nature. Do you think some of the ways that we're treated not only have to do with what happens in our own community community but how the rest of the world views black women like we're disposable like black like you said black women are so strong but also if like we even go back because i know people try to tell us don't remember slavery but honey we have to because it happened but like going back if we think about back to slavery how black women were used by you know slave masters and raped and not protected then you know, ripped away from their families and had to survive, you know, in different ways. Do mm-hmm. you think it also goes back to that as well? Um, I definitely do think that a lot of what we go through as Black people is definitely um, psychological. 
mm-hmm. and it is something that is deep extremely deep mm-hmm. um and it's deep for the simple fact of the matter is um you know you can't just wash away that stuff like post traumatic slave disorder and stuff like that is a real thing it is because it, it it's a cycle that never stops you know we went from slavery we went from watching our men be emasculated in front of us and ripped in front of us we went from uh, not being able to receive any type of assistance if our man was inside of the home we seen all of that we witnessed this and it's a cycle that never stopped because it's all built in a system right like systemic racism is real and it it is deeply rooted in who we are as a people and so i think that for years you know we have been a certain way because we've had to be a certain way and now we're in a new space with a new generation where we are trying to break those generational curses you know break the cycle um mm-hmm. essentially so i do think that a lot of our traits and who we are and how we represent and how we stand firm in certain things is because of what we have been through as a people and what has been passed down from us from generation to generation we've seen our grandparents do it our grandparents seen their grandparents do it and so on and so forth Yeah. Um no you so you you're, sp- you're speaking on it right cuz like you said it is passed down through generations of what we've been going to going through and I think it's it it's all put it's all together like how we're treated in our own community by you know other black women or black men and then if we thought about also what was going on like and today with this with continued social injustice you know um you know people have been talking more and more about Brianna Taylor we've heard about Sandra Bland but what about all the other women who have unfortunately dealt with the same similar issues of being shot or you know dealt with police brutality that we haven't heard about you know um i always say that i always say that it's funny how these are just the stories of women who may have had a publicized death or incident but there are so many women who fight silent battles that their stories never make it to mainstream media that their stories never make it to the the eyes and ears of their own people and so it always I, i'm always taking it back cuz i'm like wow we we endure so much like even when i think about Brianna Taylor's case right right so her case has happened but the protest that erupted that erupted because of George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery and there's no disrespect to them because right. rest in peace their lives mattered you know that black man's life mattered but that black woman's life mattered and nobody tore the fucking city up for her exactly we're still fight- they i mean there, there was there was no there were there has been no riots in the name of Breonna Taylor there has been no let me burn this shit down uh in the name of Breonna Taylor but it's it's never been that way we have never turned up like that for a woman right never that, that's a problem for me because it's like okay we're saying her name we say say her name say their names but how many women are are being like lost in that now, like you're, right. I, yes yeah and, and i agree with you the, say the name right i agree with you all of those black men lives matter all black lives matter whether it's men women and i'm even going to say it trans men and trans women uh, black lives matter all like through and through it doesn't matter but it hurts to know that 
we aren't getting a real story about the black women who endured similar or the same, you know, the similar issues. Absolutely. Absolutely. We are, we have been ignored for so long. And the crazy thing is that black women are always on the front lines fighting for, for justice for mm -hmm. black men. We are always present. We are always ensuring that we are there and we are the focal point because we know that there's importance in the black family. But Definitely. the same energy is never given back to us. And it's just really disheartening. Like, it is so truly disheartening to know that there are so many black women who are victimized each day, and, uh, each day, every minute, every hour, every second, something is happening to a black woman. And the crazy part is that we are victimized by our spouses more often than others. We have to fight for equal pay. Like, let's even talk about what mm. black women endure when we are in corporate America and we are trying to work and feed our families. We don't even get paid as much. We're literally at the bottom of the barrel. Did like, you ever get that talk? Like, you have to work three times harder because you're a black woman? And I hate it. Oh. I, I hate it. Sometimes we're so overqualified, more than qualified for a position, but guess what? We don't get that opportunity. We're, we're educated. Black women are educated to a T. Like we're a high percentage of educated women or citizens in this in this country. And I think all over the world, like I don't know the statistics about all over the world, but I know in this country, black women are at a high rate, are educated. Absolutely. Okay? We're the shit. Like let's let's be clear. We are we are the shit. We are top. We're a top notch, but we treat it like we're the bottom of the goddamn barrel. Okay, we try to save the country. We try to save the world. We get educated. We we do everything to prove that we are worthy of what we deserve and don't get any of it back. We don't. We're just we're just we're just truly disrespecting, and you know you know bringing it back to Meg Thee Stallion. Like I feel for her. I feel for her because she is in the middle of this spotlight and. While it may have not been a, a huge injury, you know, to some, but that's traumatizing. You know what I'm saying? Like that is traumatizing because that could have been her life. That could have hit her the wrong way. You right. understand? She, and for she her, she could have stopped working. I was very happy to see her do her um, her virtual concert. What just this past weekend? Yeah, for the BMAs. Um, on title. Yeah, was it on title or the BMAs? Whatever I, she did, she got back up there and did it. Yeah. Like I, I was so proud of her yeah because you know what we're also not expected to really rest and take the time either because we feel like okay this happened to us now i gotta get back to it now i gotta get back to the bag i, I gotta do it because if i don't do it nobody else is gonna do it and just imagine the trauma she's experienced with the loss of her parents her you know her grandparents you know just imagine all of that just just imagine the loss that she's experienced and then to know that with a drop of the dime, people were willing to turn on her because they did not want to believe that a, a a black man shot her, a popular black man. Had he been a nobody, I think that, you know, the the response to her getting shot would have been different. But because he is who he is, people are having a hard time grasping the concept that he could have done something like this to her. Oh no, not him, he wouldn't do that. We making up shit, he was trying to protect her, no. The no. reality is that she was trying to protect him. Yeah, she was trying to protect him in a sense. And, and then, um, you know, it was really crazy how, like, after she finally said who, you know, shot her, some, some male, you know, celebrities and black male celebrities came out and said something, you know, about it. 
they yeah, I think it was Chance the, right it was like Chance the rapper said something Michael B Jordan said something and you know it was like so it took you this song and it took her to say something for you to come out and support her why couldn't you do that when you first heard the, the TMD or whoever reported it first that she was shot it, Very minimal variables, okay? It was a security guard, wasn't it? It was Tory Lane's her best friend in the car. Right. Why, what was the, how many scenarios really was it? I don't know. It was probably like 50 million scenarios that happened, but. <sighs> At the end of the day, this woman, like you said, we can't say it enough. This woman was traumatized. She was shot. She needed to be protected. And then she was not only dealing with being shot and having it so publicly out there. This was also her, her supposed to be romantic relationship. So how traumatized is she in so many different ways, you know, and it's so public that she has to go through this. I just feel like also like, the fact that we think to protect people, we think to protect people. And it's like, why the hell do I have to protect anyone? Why am I protecting you? Why should I protect you? Please tell me. Like our thought process is like, literally you can hear her talking like, I didn't want to tell the police because so many black men are getting shot. Yeah, she had to think about somebody else before she thought about her own life because of what goes on with the social injustice. And for her to do that, that really speaks to her character and how she is as a person. And she's an amazing person for even trying to, you know, thinking about that. But it's also traumatizing to her that she has to think of that in that instance of, oh, crap, I'm hurt. This person hurt me, but I don't want to see them get hurt either. It's crazy. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm so disgusted at how she was treated, but I mean, this, this conversation was, you know, I think it's so needed because we need to deal with this. We need to say, why isn't this happening? Why are we, you know, taking an incident like this and making it even more traumatizing for this woman? And then she's this is her this is her art this is her work and she's being criticized for that too so it's like where can she do anything right agree agree in in society's eye like where can she be right this woman has a beautiful body this woman was is in college she's still finishing her education this woman is still on top in her craft and she is out there and she actually she's actually helping people feel good about their bodies because she she's thick she's sexy though and she tells women i don't have the ideal body all the time you know from what society said i was supposed to have yeah. but look at look at me you're going to look at me you're going to love me because i love me and everything about me and i know and I love that yeah, i love it so much she's so inspirational and for people to tear her down in two different ways at the same time and she's still on top, honey. She is life. Yeah, I definitely agree. She definitely sets the example. Um, she just really uh, sets the example for what so many young girls need. We talk about role models like 
I feel like she is a decent role model. I feel like yeah. she, is, she is great because, you know, she is in school, like you said. She has this natural body that she's giving. She's saying, this is who I am. Right. This is me. I'm not trying to be something else. I'm not trying to conform to what society expects me to be as a female rapper. You know, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. So what up? Yeah. And I mean, I, I, you know, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Cause you were on the road, boo. And I don't want to stop. I was me. saying like, you know, I, I appreciate the fact that she is like this. And I, I mm-hmm. pray that, you know, she never allows anyone to, you know, come in and make her feel any type of way about what she got going on. Definitely. That I pray that she never alters who she is to benefit anybody else. Exactly. But it's funny because, like you said, those same men and women who were criticizing the WAP video, it's like, did you not grow up on Lil' Kim? Adina Howard? Exactly. Foxy Brown? Because I grew up on them people and I'm perfectly fine. Honey, I have my degree. I'm I'm single, almost 40. Like, whether I had kids or not, I have friends who have kids and still doing amazing things, whether they're a single mother or married. I have men who, you know, in my life, who have been great fathers or not so great fathers. Like, seriously, people exactly. can still turn out great with the type of music. It is, like you said, why are you worried about that celebrity being the role model? The first role model children should have is what's in the household. Exactly. And you can control that. Your kids, if they end up listening to that, that's when you sit down and you have a conversation about that. And you figure it out. Exactly. Cause I grew up on all the little Kim, okay? Little Kim the Queen beat, that was all me, okay? And I'm still good. Yep. So, you know. That's pretty much what it is. That, you it know, is. I just, it's it's such a thick topic because it's, it's just been happening for so many years. And we have now, we you know, we are on this, black women have to protect black women, you know? Mm-hmm. We have to protect ourselves. Um, and in hope that someday somebody sees the fight for injustice for who we are and the things that we have going on and that someday somebody blows this place up for us definitely because we need that allies and it would be great to have it within our black men so that we can continuously build our black families up and to have that yeah but i also like i said like we were discussing i think it also starts with us women to building each other up and not tearing each other down because we want to look and sort of us a certain way in front of our black men or other people in society that are not in the black community. So I think it's really us pulling together and saying, hey, this this has to stop. It has to stop. And I support you, sis. I see you, sis. Yeah. I love you. Definitely. We've got to fight for ourselves, fight for each other, and tell the world that we deserve everything that is positive and and to be seen in in a light that we are. So I I think you've summed up like everything that I wanted to touch on today in this conversation. And I just wanna also allow you to tell people, tell the audience a little bit more about you and what you have going on because you're so inspirational audience. If you are not following my girl, B Garrett, like you are missing out. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, yes, because homegirl 
gives like so much inspiration. She fly, the body is, is everything. She's stepping on, you know, she's stepping on y'all all day, showing up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's doing her thing. So ma'am, talk about, you know, just a little bit more about like what you do with your platform so the audience can know why they need to get all this from you. Well, you know, so, you know, I'm, I'm super humble about the things that I do and my passions, but again, I am B. Garrett. I'm the founder of Creator. Um, I'm a, the founder and creator of the brand Dear Fat Girl, which is a body positive movement to help women and young girls become uh, comfortable on their self, you know, their journey to self-awareness and self-acceptance. Um, I'm super big about that um, and confidence building because I think it's so important that as women, we understand the power and the strength that we hold within ourselves because when we are transformative within ourselves, then we are able to transform the people around us and the environments in which we impact each and every day. Um, and so Dear Fat Girl is that um, I was HBCU Buzz Top 30, under 30 um, in 2018, I believe. And, um, you know, I, I've gone on to speak at so many different colleges and universities, different small organizations, and working with different small groups of young women to empower them, to encourage them, and to literally motivate them to know that they belong and they belong to themselves. And so, um, you know, I'm currently just working on rebranding myself um, to BQ Garrett, BQ Garrett, the speaker, the influencer, and by doing that through workshops, by doing that through different speaking engagements, and doing that through beauty and fashion as well, um, to be able to showcase that. I think that I, I consider myself an all-around influencer. Monica likes to call me a model um, here and there, but- Ma'am, if like y'all see them <laughs> pictures, honey, she slays better than a lot of these little <laughs> folk out here. I love y'all all, but my girl slays. Um, but you know, I just like to call myself an influencer and I think that any and everybody is an influencer because we all have the ability and the power to influence other people, whether that be positive or negative influence. And so um, I just like to call myself an overall influencer, a powerhouse uh, sort of say, because I have so many different abilities, um, a different type of creative. And so, you know, I can be found at BQ Garrett underscore my website is bqgarrett.com. It is loading up. But, you know, I just, I am just working on becoming that household name for motivation and confidence. And so when people say B. Garrett, they automatically know, like, B. Garrett, that's the speaker. That's the influencer. You know, that's, that's that girl. You know, she's the empowerment house. Uh, the empowerment powerhouse. I think I like that. I just made that up uh, right now on this on our interview on the, on the spot like you the know. empowerment powerhouse that's literally what i want to be known for someone asked me today like what is the overall goal for your brand and i want to be known as the empowerment powerhouse the name the staple for what it means to be a confident black woman in this space and in the spaces that i take up and being able to feed that and nourish other people for sure I mean, you just summed you up very well, Miss uh, uh, Powerhouse. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You are an empowerment powerhouse. I know you are because I, you know, I'm around you a lot, but I've seen your work. And audience, you should definitely be following my girl, 
B. Garrett and see all the things that she's doing because she definitely brought us some good tea today. Okay. About this topic. You know, I think we, this should be further discussed. Hopefully, we can get this further discussed with um, more Absolutely. men and women because I think we definitely need to find a solution and be better at protecting black women as well as Absolutely. our black men. But definitely more about the black women because we're black women and we see it and we feel it when another black woman is not protected in a way that they should be absolutely bottom line yes so thank you for coming on tea time with monica today i appreciate you and i thank you and i wish you all the best boo and audience thank you for listening to tea time with monica bye loves you've been listening to tea time with monica make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcast media. Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and follow me on social media at Monica underscore the curvy diva spelled M-O-N-I-C-A underscore T-H-E-K-U-R-V-Y-D-I-V-A and at Tea Time with Monica.